We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And good afternoon to everyone out there in Irish Breakdown land. I am Vince D'Addario. That is Brian Driscoll. And we are back for a brand new week uh, of Irish Breakdown podcast. And I'll tell you what, Brian, I just want to throw this out there. Mondays are slowly becoming my second favorite day of the week because I really do enjoy kind of recapping everything that happens over the weekend. And obviously, June was a very busy you know, month. And so we did a lot of recapping on Mondays, but the excitement just kind of continues, um, you know, whether, and I, I say excitement, both positively and negatively, I guess, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but there's some, a lot of stuff to talk about today and, uh, and we're going to jump right on in. Uh, well, we've got, a, we've got a super chat to start oh. off with to kind of back up your, uh, you're right. Excitement there, Vince. And that's Jonathan says, I was going through IB withdrawals this weekend. Glad you guys are back. And we're glad to be back. And we are glad to be it back. It was, uh, I was actually going to do a show last night, but uh, I had to, was taking my grandmother back and all those kind of things. And so, um, yeah, so it's exciting. Yep. And uh, yeah, we're ready to go. We've got some big news uh, to announce about the website. And, you know, last week we told you that the Irish Breakdown uh, message board was was close to being done, but people could sign up. We had a lot of people sign up already this weekend, which is absolutely nuts, Vince. But it is officially ready to rock and roll. It's it's officially ready to go. And so uh, our Champions Lounge message board is official. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. Woo. Excited about what we're doing. Just to let people know, it's an independent. It's going to be independent of SI. We're going to have our own, you know, we... It's, it's separate of Sports Illustrated. However, if you're a Sports Illustrated member, you will get comped to our message board. If you sign up through SI, so if you sign up for the SI membership, even moving forward, you will get comped on the message board. You will be part of our message board community. But we also offer just a message board package, which will obviously include all of our stories from Irish Breakdown. We'll put on there. We'll put all of our podcasts and our YouTube videos on there. All that stuff is going to be a part of it, and we have monthly rates, which uh, you could get for four ninety nine a month. 
You have annual, which is $49.99, which is about a 15% discount. We also have a booster club, and we've had, it's amazing. We've already had some people sign up for this, but there's been a lot of people that have asked, hey, we want to support your channel. If you'd like to support us just beyond the monthly and the annual, which I, you know, we're, we're good with just those things. We want you to be part of our community. But if you want to give us a, a, a you know, be part of the IB booster club, give us a little bit more. Uh, you'll, that's the, the rates there. That also includes, you'll get a full year membership. And if you sign up in a, for a monthly membership, you will get 10% off. This is just a one-time thing. So you'll get 10% off your next purchase or if it's your first purchase of the Irish Breakdown Store. If you sign up for an annual membership or if you sign up for the Booster Club, you'll get a 20% discount off your next purchase at Irish Breakdown Merch Store. So that's what we got going on, Vince. And we've, you know, we've already got some recruiting intel on the site. I put up some nuggets about... Darren Agu last night on the board. And as I said, a lot of the stuff will come to the channel. Uh, but, you know, when it happens, it's going to go on the message board first if it because it's going to be more immediate. But right. again, we are not this is not going to take away at all from the YouTube channel. We're still doing shows every day. We're still going to put the same content out that we had before. This is just another avenue for um, our our uh, uh, for our community. It's a way for us to have an online platform, a message board, a place where we can talk. And there are some things that I don't share on the YouTube channel that I've never shared that I will share on the, the there because some things just need to be behind a paywall to more of an exclusive exclusive audience. And it makes it a little easier for some other people to jack our info when uh, when we don't share it. So uh, now we have a way to share that stuff, which I'm very excited about. And I just want to thank everybody that's been a member that's already signed up as a member. And, and as I said, if you have signed up through SI and a couple people have already dealt with this. What I'll have you do is just email me, brian at irishbreakdown.com. Email me the receipt that shows your end date for the SI membership. And I'll get you out and I'll, and I'll follow up with the next steps for that. But we'll get you taken care of. There's This is not an additional charge to people that have already signed up through SI. So just hit me up with that and we'll, we'll get rocking and rolling and be ready to go. But that's not what people came to the show today to talk about, Vince. <laughs> no, probably not. They came to the show to talk about uh, our other topics, and we're going to kick things off today by some recruiting talk. Yes. We're going to talk about Darren Agu's decommitment, just defensive end recruiting, what this means, how this happened, why it happened. We'll get into previews for the announcement of Jalen Sneed tonight and Benjamin Morrison on Thursday. And then after that, we're going to talk about Marcus Freeman's comments that he made with Chris Zor. So everybody kept talking about it in our Friday mailbag. I said, well, let me go watch this stuff. And so I watched it that night, and I have some very strong opinions on the Marcus mm -hmm. Freeman interview with uh, Chris Zorch. And so uh, we're going to share those today. We're going to definitely share those today. And uh, so, yeah, so let's get rocking and rolling, Vince, with yes. – uh, with our show today. So so Darren Agu announced that he is decommitting to Notre Dame. Uh, sent some shockwaves through the community a little bit just because, you know, the Notre Dame defensive staff has been just going out there like gangbusters and and signing – not signing because they're not signing. Getting guys to commit, uh, you know, filling up this 22 class. And, and we've gotten to the point now, Brian, and you and I kind of had this talk off the air about where Notre Dame is sitting with their defensive recruiting – there's only so many holes left to fill and only so many guys left on the board that they're actively recruiting. And now you get a decommitment from Darren Agu at defensive end, a position of strength for Notre Dame, both in recruiting and on the current roster. Uh, what was your take on this? Uh, was this something that you saw coming? Um, and, and what's the fallout? It's not something that I saw coming. 
Vince. It's a situation where <clears throat> kind of happened quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I've done some digging on this. And, you know, first thought when Hero Canoe got his offer from Notre Dame, uh, there was a lot, hey, what does this mean for Anthony Lucas? What does this sure. mean for Cyrus Moss? And what I had been told was it means nothing about them. And then, of course, the, the Darren Agu news break. So let's first talk kind of about what happened here. Okay. Yes. And then what I know and what I think. What I know is, is that Darren Agu is looking, was getting concerned about, basically it's like this, Vince, Notre Dame is, is in this instance, was a victim of their own recruiting success, mm-hmm. which is going to happen. When, yeah. And that's, that's what happens when you're recruiting the level that Notre Dame is recruited at. And what I mean by that is this is not to say that Darren Agu was afraid of competition. I'm not saying that, right? But I do think that he was worried about just the volume of talent that was in front of him. When you look at Jordan Patelho, when you look at Will Schweitzer, when you look at Osida Kwanu now playing there, but more importantly, what's in his class, Tyson Ford and Aiden Gabera, which he knew when he committed. But then you add right. on Keon Keeley and Brandon Vernon in the 2023 class, plus Notre Dame has made it very clear that they're still recruiting Cyrus Moss and, and more so Anthony Lucas. And I think there was legitimate concerns about, okay, like, where do I fit? Yeah. I mean, I- am I going to have a chance to play here? Notre Dame was very honest with Darren about, look, you're going to have to battle. That's what that's what being a part of a program like this is all about. You know, if you go to Bama, if you go to Clemson, if you go to Georgia, if you go to Ohio State, you're going to have to battle for playing time everywhere. That's what the great teams do. And I think in this instance, Darren was, that's what I know. He was concerned about that. What I think is that there are some programs that are in his ear mm-hmm. that are telling him, hey, look at all that talent they're recruiting. You know, negatively recruiting. Well, it's sort of negatively recruiting Notre Dame, but it's recruiting. It's, it's also it's, propping them up, though, it, isn't it? It is, but it's like, hey, you know, you come here, you're the guy. Yeah. And there's a lot of that going on, and you know that's going on. He lives in SEC. I mean, he's playing ball. He doesn't live in SEC country. He's playing, he's playing high school football in SEC country, which means you know he's getting told that a lot. And I think that's something that Darren was was looking for. And that's ultimately what led to the decommitment. Now, here's the other part of this. I do not expect Notre Dame to continue to recruit Darren Agu. So I, I've seen some comments about, well, hopefully they can flip him back. They don't have any intention of doing that. And, and honestly, I, I'm a big Darren Agu fan. You guys all know that. Five-star yeah. upside. I graded him as a top 200 recruit with five-star upside. I like this kid a lot. But if he's already afraid of competing now, then I just let it let it go. Move yeah. on, right? Go find me because, like, to me, I look at Anthony Lucas, and Anthony Lucas isn't worried about the Notre Dame depth chart. Uh, you know, Keon Keeley's not worried about it. Brandon Vernon's not worried about it. You want to find guys that are hungry to compete and play for championships. You can go to Vanderbilt or South Carolina and play as a freshman. You can also enjoy getting beat a lot. You know, so so which one do you want to do? What's more important to you, playing for championships or being basically guaranteed freshman playing time? Well, I want the guys that are willing to battle and play for championships. I do not expect, from talking to some different sources, I do not expect Notre Dame to continue pursuing Darren Agu. And that doesn't mean that they don't like him. If there's any talk out there, and I don't know if it is, but I've had a couple of people ask me this, so just if it is out there, this is not a situation where Notre Dame told him to leave, wanted him to leave. They did not want him to leave. They wanted him in the class. That's why they went and got him, despite having Tyson Ford and Aiden Gabbard in the class. This is not a situation where Notre Dame said, hey, you know, just so you know, we, we, we need to open up some room. That's not what happened. 
They wanted him, but when as soon as he started showing the cold feet about being, you know, the being, you know, wanting to compete and the worried about the depth chart, they said, "Hey, look, we're not going to beg you to stay, right? If you don't want to come compete, then then maybe this isn't the place for you." So so that's kind of how it went down. So there's a difference between telling the guy you don't want him because you you want better players, which is it's not what happened with Jack Nickel because they told Jack Nickel that they would take him, but it was obvious that there were just better players they had on, you know, that they wanted. That's not the case here. This is a different situation, but they're also not going to beg this kid to come play sure. for him because of where their situation is. So then what's next on it comes to defensive line recruiting? This is this was not the, the offer to Hero Canoe, who is a top 100 defensive tackle from California, originally from Germany, played high school football last year in California. Uh, and when I say originally from Germany, I mean like recently still German, but he just played high school ball in California. <laughs> right. Uh, that this that offer was relation to this. There was a lot of people that were concerned that that offer had something to do with Anthony Lucas and Cyrus Moss. When I did dig in last night, they said the Notre Dame was not caught off guard by his announcement. His announcement was a culmination of those conversations. Those conversations mm -hmm. had been going on. The offer to Hero Canoe, uh, and I hope I'm saying his last name correctly, uh, but it, that was in that was from here. And and basically, the way it works is Notre Dame has has room essentially for five defensive linemen, scholarship numbers wise. They have room for five. Anthony Lucas is the guy. They want him. They were still recruiting Cyrus Moss as well. They like Cyrus a ton too. But like it's it's you know Lucas and Moss right that was the the, the battle for that fifty line spot. Well, now that Darren Agu is not in the class, that doesn't change things for Lucas and Moss. They're going to still recruit both of them, and they would take both of them. It's even easier to do that now, whereas before, if they both wanted to come, you'd have to pick between the two. They're not going to get them both though, I don't believe. But what that did open up is look, we are still hoping we get one of those ends. But now this opens up a, a spot for a hero to to be part of the class if he so chooses. So that's why they made the offer. They have been on him for a while. They have been talking to him for a while, but it was just a deal where they just didn't feel they had room. And they wanted Donovan Heinish in the class. So that was the other thing to, to, to look at it. So Hero actually released a top nine a day or two before the Notre Dame offer came. The day that the Notre Dame offer came, came he put out his top nine. He goes, my new personal top 10. He put out the photo of the top nine that he had from the day before and then followed up with a big Notre Dame logo. Now, this is a young man that trained with Brandon Collier, who is the guy that does the international developing, the guy that worked with Alexander Ahrensberger. Uh, Hero is friends with Alexander Ahrensberger. They train together overseas together. So there's a connection there. There's an immediate like for Notre Dame. Does that mean Notre Dame is going to get him? No, they're going to have to battle for him. If you look at Hero's top nine, it's an impressive, it's an impressive group of schools, right? Like they're not battling like Arizona State. And Colorado and Utah, with no no disrespect to those programs, but I mean, he's going. He's got some big time programs on his list, and so here's the nine schools that are part of his other top ten. It's Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, LSU, Ohio State, Texas, USC, Georgia, and Washington. Okay, so okay. they're after some. He's after some dudes. Uh, or so, but Notre Dame, I believe, is going to absolutely be a player in this one, and so that's a big one for Notre Dame. So, will they get him? Don't know. It's early yet, but I think they're going to be a factor here and because of all the connections that they have. Plus, this is a kid that my understanding is does put a value on the academic piece. Brandon Collier, from what I understand, is very much into that's the the 
the the guy that does a, he's an American, but he's overseas just training European players to play football or how to play football and then helping them get in, you know, get find places to go play football. My understanding of Brandon is Brandon is very much about teaching these young men to make sure you're going somewhere that you're going to get an education and get set up for life after football. Brandon understands that the 99.9% of the kids that he trains are not not going to be NFL players. So this is about getting your chance to use football as your avenue to Absolutely. play a game you love, but then go be successful in life. So smart, which is so yeah, I wish I wish high school coaches were that. Yes. Way. But Absolutely. but well, some are. A lot are, but there's also a lot. But there's are. also, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so I think that's a factor. And then, of course, as I said, this does not impact Anthony Lucas at all. What you have to understand about Anthony Lucas is his decision was never going to be a, 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 a soon. It was always going to be a it's going to get drawn out. So now you push for Hero, you have Lucas and and uh, Moss, and that's where really all your eggs are as far as the 2022 class. I, I've had people ask, are, or do you think they're going to go after Malik or uh, DJ Weslak now? Do you think they're going to do it to feed? No, they're not. Those guys, they evaluated and said, hey, these guys aren't as good as the other guys we want. They're not gap closers for what we're looking for. They're going to put their emphasis, from what my understanding, on Lucas, Moss as edge players, and then Hero as an interior player. That's where the focus is going to be. And, you know, Vince, this is a loss from the standpoint of he's a really talented player. I mean, anytime you lose a talented player, it's a loss to your class. I mean, it is. But at the same time, I would rather know that he doesn't necessarily want to compete now than for him to show up, take a spot, and after a year realize, no, this isn't for me. Well, I think that's the you key, know. right? Take a spot because they, they were able to offer Hero because now they have a spot open, a guy that they've been on for a while and who clearly has an extensive offer list and an offer list of great schools. And so that's the big that's the big key for me is take a spot, right? And and look, Darren Agu is a good player. We, we both have seen his film. I mean, you talked about where you ranked him, five-star potential, upside, all that. I agree with you. I think he was a little bit of a project, but the potential was there. Right. I mean, and so not having him in the class hurts the class overall, but his quote unquote replacement, the guy that could take that spot could also be very, very good. And and I don't want to say that that fans need to get used to this. No, they need to get used to it. Go ahead and say it. Okay, fair enough. If Notre Dame continues recruiting the way that they're recruiting. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Yeah. And if you think about it, this is the second situation that's that's happened to Notre Dame that's really a sign of how well they're recruiting on defense. The first one is that they told Sebastian Cheeks, a top 150 recruit, sorry. We're good. We don't have room for you. Yeah. And then (laughs) – and then, obviously, with this situation where you're losing a kid that you wanted, that Alabama wanted, and, and you lose him because he looks at what's in front of him, what's beside him, and what's behind him and says, I want the road that's going to be a little bit easier to travel. Yeah. Right? And that's okay. Right. I don't begrudge that. I mean, everybody's got to figure out what they're, what, the, what they're looking for. This isn't a shot, oh, he doesn't want to compete. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying self-aware. I think he's looking for a little bit of an easier path to, to getting there. And that's okay. I mean, that, that that's, that's what he wants to do. So uh, I think for Notre Dame, however, you're not going to win with those kind of players, not going to win championships, with those kind of players. You need guys that are going to stay, going to be hungry. Look, I, I'm not going to transfer after my freshman year because I knew what I was getting into. I knew it might take me some time to get there. And those are the kind of guys that you look for. Those kind of guys you want. And at the end of the day, it's going to be tough to get there, but this now presents an opportunity for this recruiting class as far as the front seven players to be even better 
Now, again, it's going to be hard. But as much as I love Darren Agu, when you look at Hero Canoe, it's not, as I've said about receiver, it's not just about landing the highest ranked players or the guys with the most talent. You also have to take into consideration what's the best complementary group to each other. And I felt with Anthony, Anthony Lucas dead set on being an end that it was going to get a little tough to bring in four ends in one class. Well, now you can bring in, if, if you're able to get Anthony Lucas, you can get him as an end, and now you can really sell him on end, and it's going to eliminate some of the negative recruiting that schools are going to do as far as, well, they're going to move you inside. They've already got three ends. Well, they don't now. But if you then get Hero Canoe, now you have that fifth end, that fifth defensive lineman is more of an interior guy, which is even less you know, reason to say, hey, we're going to move Anthony Lucas. Well, why would we move him? We have Hero Canoe, and we have Donovan Heinish, and we got – Gabriel Rubio last year, and we're going to be primarily, a, you know, not primarily, but we're going to be doing a lot of three down front. So, of course, there's going to be tons of opportunities. And Notre Dame has told him there's going to be times you may slide inside in some pass rush situations. So, you give me a five man group of Tyson Ford, um, Aiden Gabera, and Anthony Lucas on the outside, and then Hero Canoe and Donovan Heinish on the inside. And that's about as good as a defensive line haul as you're going to find in the country, if not the best defensive line haul you're going to find in the country. Because that's going to be three top 100 recruits. Tyson Ford's a top 100 recruit. Hero's a top 100 recruit. Anthony Lucas should be a top 50 recruit. And he is by, I think, 247 has him as a top 50. They haven't been a top 30 player. Then you have Aiden Gabera, who's a top 150 player. And then you have Donovan Heinish. That, that's a... It's pretty and then you hall. then you put the linebacker hall behind it that they're right. going to have right and it's uh it I mean it, it's starting to get a little exciting to be following mm-hmm. Notre Dame recruiting but that's then going to lead to you're going to lose some kids yeah you know it just this is going to be the case you're going to lose some kids because some kids are going to look and say no uh, I, I, not that I'm afraid of competition but I'm also not an idiot I want to <laughs> play yeah. you know it's just part of the deal it's part of the deal. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So there's other recruiting news uh, Mm -hmm. coming down the pipeline this week. Brian, we've got a couple of announcements uh, coming Mm -hmm. this week. Uh, why don't you kind of go through those two and, and what time those are going to be and the information that you have right. on them. We're obviously not going to be giving away if you know where they're going to go. Cause we don't do that here. That is not what we want to do. We're not about stealing the thunder of a kid. Um, but there are announcements that have been scheduled. Mm-hmm. And so we will of course react to those, um, after they happen. So why don't you lay those out for everybody? 
Well, tonight, Jalen Sneed, the elite linebacker, top 50 recruit from uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, will be making his decision at his high school. I believe it's going to be streamed uh, by 247 Sports. I'm still trying to figure out whether or not we will be able to stream it on our end while, you know, from through them. I'm still trying to figure that out, but we'll go live right around that time. If we can stream it, we'll have it up. If not, we'll just talk about Jalen until he makes his announcement, and then we'll dive right, right. into what that announcement is and what's that mean, what that means for Notre Dame. If they get him, it, you know, what that means. If they don't get him, what does that mean at that point in time? So he'll make his decision. They say 7 o'clock. That usually means, you know, the, the everybody gets settled. It'll start That's a few minutes late. Street. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, which is fine because, you know, we, we, we got started a little bit late today too. So he'll have that. Then he'll have the thanks and he'll, you know, thank his coaches and his parents and, and everybody that, which is totally cool. I'm fine with it. You know, you got to do that. I mean, all those people show up, you want to thank them for, for being there and, and for what they've done and to get you to this point. And then he'll make his announcement. And then as soon as he goes live, we'll, we'll dive into that. So be prepared for that, uh, yeah. for that stream to be up there tonight. So I, as I've said plenty of times and many, many times in, in recent months, I feel very good about where Notre Dame is. Now we're just going to find out if they were able to close the deal or not. And then once he makes his, makes his announcement, we'll we'll dive into just his recruitment, how it all went down, and and, uh, and just what it all means for Notre Dame. And then on Thursday, and I don't have a time for this one yet. On Thursday, cornerback Benjamin Morrison from Brophy Prep in Phoenix, Arizona, will make his announcement. It's down to Notre Dame, Alabama, and Washington. And as I've said before, and I will say again. If you are battling Alabama and Washington for a defensive back, yeah, no kidding, he can play. Yeah. The, 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 other than maybe LSU and Ohio State, there aren't many teams in the country that that produce DBs as well in recent years as Washington. And, and which if, is which is a big if if Notre Dame can beat out those two, right. not just be in the conversation because right. I think Notre Dame's been in the conversation before. They yeah, they a, just they, lose. They don't most win of a lot of those. That's you know Michigan's what I mean. Beat them for Chance Tucker last year. Yeah. big and then yeah. you know if, if they're able to beat them this year we'll dive into what that means sure. but you know it's it's coming down to notre dame alabama and washington which you know again should tell you another reason why i don't pay any attention to rankings he's not in the rivals 250 he's not in the espn 300 and he's not in the 247's top 247 he's down to notre dame alabama and washington okay <laughs> yeah, I, I, he's a db know, that's down man. to those three schools yeah right? i mean that sorry. You, you know you can you can focus on rankings and yeah. or you can look at the film and then you can look at the offers. And again, I've said this before, offers don't always tell you the the story, but Alabama wants him. Washington wants him. Notre Dame wants him and his film is outstanding. So, both of these kids are potential game changers for Notre Dame Vince. They're both gap closers. I mean, honestly, if they get Jalen Sneed, then when you look at linebacker recruiting, I mean, gap erased with Prince Collie last year. And that you know that four this year again should they should it happen should they get that four, you know I mean gap erased a linebacker I mean just in one off season, you know again great job getting Prince Collie last year but then you add these you know these four too that if they're able to get Jalen Sneed and the gap is is not closing it is closed right yeah, the gap right. has been closed yes. Then you look in the secondary Benjamin Morrison's a very important part of this whole thing because they signed four corners that last year three this year. You get Benjamin Morrison, if you're able to get him, that would give you eight corners in two years. That backs up what we've been saying, which is they are want versatile guys. So now Jaden Bellamy now becomes more of a Swiss Army knife immediately. You look at guys from last year, whether it's Chance Tucker, whether it's Philip Riley, whether it's Ryan Barnes, whether it's Devin Moore this year, whether it's 
you know, Jaden Bellamy this year, whether it's Jojo Johnson, whatever the case may be, there's a lot of guys in the secondary class that can play multiple positions. You get Benjamin Morris, and then you can start speeding up that process. Hey, so-and-so, we want you to focus on nickel early on. You know, like, to me, that's what I would say to Jade Mickey. Look, with some older players ahead of you, you know, we're going to focus early on on getting you into that nickel spot because we think you can battle for that immediately. Whereas if you didn't have the numbers outside, you'd have to say, look, we need you to work on you know that outside spot first. Whereas now you can kind of, let's get you comfortable here, and then we can, you know, in the spring, we can work on getting you out here. That's a great place to be, but if you don't get Benjamin Morrison, it makes it a little bit tougher to do that. You know, when you talk about a potential 5 DB look, then you add the two safeties they got last year. Now you're talking about you've already got a two deep in the secondary, essentially. And then that would allow them to focus all their attention on Xavier Nwangpa, which is what they plan to do. Yeah. So, but but you have to get Benjamin Morrison to really complete that deal. And again, yeah. I, I wouldn't say the gap is closed, but with Devin Moore, with Jaden Mickey, with Ryan Barnes last year, with Philip Riley, Chance Tucker, all those guys that they've landed, the gap they've Mike Mickens in a very short period of time has really done a ton to close that gap. And and you just another reason to be excited about the future of this Notre Dame defense when you look at what this staff is able to do. And now if you get those two guys, well, actually, it's not even about if you get those two guys because they're going to make their decisions anyway. But if you get them, it even helps you more with Nwakpa and the 3D lineman we talked about. Because if you lose out on these guys, you're going to still have to keep recruiting them to try to flip them. Sure. Right? Where now, let's be honest, the process of keeping them in the class is a little easier than the process of flipping them. Because no. you have yeah, to fight to keep them because other schools aren't going to give up either, but it's easier when they're in your class. Now you can focus more and more of your time on those three linemen and Nwankpa, which a more focused Marcus Freeman, yeah. a more focused oh. Mike Elston, a more focused Mike Mickens, uh, Chris O'Leary's, really that's all his focus is right now is Xavier Nwankpa. <clears throat> that makes you start to feel good that they might have a shot at getting a couple of those guys. Mm -hmm. And that's where the class could become really special well and like you said we're coming down to the wire here as far as spots available. in july yeah exactly in july right we're coming down to the wire and so now you've got the entire football season to focus on four guys essentially and that's fantastic what a great position to be in you you've put to bed the majority of your class when we're talking defensively you put the guys you wanted and the guys you wanted guys like you wanted. good guys and now you reach for the stars and you just go hammer those guys and you go get them. Like, well, and also you think about like in. Elston, you know, he, there's still some D linemen he wants in 2023, but you already have two of those guys right in the full. Right. right. So, you know, now you're like, okay, man, I, I, I really can focus my attention on Anthony Lucas because right. I already have my, my top two guys next year. There's, you know, not maybe another end, maybe another D tackle, maybe, but part of that's going to be dependent upon – you definitely want to get another interior guy in 2023. But, you know, will you take another end? That's going to depend, in my opinion, on what happens to Anthony Lucas. Yeah, right. And so now you can really focus your attention on him. So it just it, – it it's got – it's, you know, it's something you look at and say, hey, boy, this is really an exciting time to be a Notre Dame fan. It's an exciting time to cover Notre Dame. Right. Uh, because you're, you're – which we're going to get into a little bit. You finally have a defensive staff that says, no more excuses. We're Notre Dame. We're going to go get the best. And this week they have a chance to add two more of the best in the country at what they do, in my opinion. 
to this class. And that's um, it's an exciting place to be. And how often can Notre Dame lose a 6'6", 230-pound defensive end with five-star upside? And we're like, they'll be all right. And and actually mean it, and it'd be believable. Right. Right? I mean, we could say it all we want. We could be homers and say, oh, they'll be fine. They'll replace him with some underrated three-star kid that nobody ever heard of, and he's got upside. They'll be okay. Right? Yeah. Isn't that what they've always done? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Whereas now it's like, eh, it'll be fine. <laughs> May actually even be a better place. And it not be spin. Yeah. And it actually be like, no, actually, I, I really mean that they will actually be okay. It just shows how quickly this defensive staff with Marcus Freeman fueling things has been able to completely change the culture and the results of what they do do on defense. So, so just to exciting. recap on our end of things, Brian, you regardless of what the uh, announcement is, you're going on the air live tonight. Mm-hmm. Seven o'clock. Yeah, is because that, yeah, okay. well, pr- look for it. You know, it just depends yeah. on the stream. Okay. It'll be around seven. Okay. Uh, and because again, if Jalen Sneed goes a different direction than 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 you know maybe we think it's going to be impactful. We need to talk about yeah. what's next. No, absolutely. If he makes the decision that we think it's going to be, it's impactful. We need to talk about what's next, and both of them are going to impact what it means. So okay, because he's such a you know because he's such a top recruit because he is the final piece of linebacker i think it's worth talking about no matter what he chooses okay so yep. that's so so that's kind of sure everybody knows yep, that that's where we're coming from tune in tonight uh and if it's if it's raining <laughs> i'll be mm-hmm. here too mm-hmm. <laughs> baseball and it is kind of looking a little overcast so not looking good so we'll yeah. have to see how the weather so, goes yeah. but so but before we finish up and wrap up i do want to thank ali muhammad very very much for the super chat ali I, or uh, if it's ali i'm sorry uh, i want to get that right one way or the other uh just let, let me know if it's ali or ali uh but uh appreciate that very much. very much appreciate you uh, and, and again i think this is your second one here this past week and, and I, think I think you're so. new to the channel so we really appreciate that very 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 much so that but that's going to do it for the recruiting part of this and and again it's an exciting time to be following Notre Dame recruiting it's a busy time to be following Notre Dame recruiting i'm gonna have to let them know like hey guys after this week can you chill out a little bit because i have some <laughs> team stuff i gotta get caught up on <laughs> we were just uh, talking about that last night it's like we yeah. have all these things we want to do yeah and it's like uh yeah well, like we all these shows we, we wanted to do. to do were like we had yeah. to kept pushing them back because there was this recruiting stuff going on it's I like know, you right? guys are totally ruining it for me but i'll <laughs> gladly accept it gladly accept it because this is what needs to get done for Notre yes. Dame to get to that next step. So tonight we will discuss Jalen Sneed's decision, whether it's Oregon or Notre Dame. And, you know, he, there was people that were mentioning like Tennessee. It's Notre Dame or Oregon, right? I mean, that's that's the two schools that's he visited. Yeah. So it's going to be Notre Dame or Oregon. And uh, we'll discuss what that means. And then we'll have a show Thursday doing the same thing to discuss whatever decision Benjamin Morrison makes. Uh, at, now that one I don't believe is going to be streamed. So that will just be after his announcement. We'll get together and talk about it. So Okay. Um, we'll figure again, out time as we get closer. Right. Whenever yeah. decision he makes, it's going to be impactful. It's going to be meaningful. We need to talk about it. So we will have at least two days this week where we're going to have multiple shows. Boom. And so uh, if you are, you know, again, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications bell, and share this podcast with everybody. And again, uh, which I did not actually put up there earlier, but I'm going to actually uh, put it on the banner now. But if you are someone who uh, is interested in joining our, our site, our message board again. Uh, the rates are on there, but if you just go to, um, if you just go to the, the this link right here, boards.irishbreakdown.com, uh, you will be able to to access that. So we're just going to leave that up there for a little bit and just have you be able to take a peek at that. But that is uh, boards.irishbreakdown.com. You can sign up monthly, annual. You can become part of the IB Booster Club, and uh, just 
just more and more content, right? And more and yeah. more. And, and it's one of those things where when the show's over and we close down the chat, there's a place for us to go and exactly. keep it going. And so I'm very excited about that. And for all the people that have signed up already, I, I'm actually shocked at how many people signed up that first week. Because I said, look, there's going to be some kinks to work out. Right. Like, it was this, like a beta weekend. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and it was. Vince got on there last night, was testing stuff out. I had a couple of buddies that got on there to test it out. So we appreciate it. But man, it's people excited to be a part of this community, Vince. And, and we're glad to have them on board. So absolutely appreciate it very, very much. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.